All right, bro, we back. We good? Yeah, we good. Let's go and kick them off then. Uh, well, you know we got to kick them off, bro. This is uh, this is the podcast. We bring perspective and conversation all things Central Arkansas, all things Little Rock, all things the culture. I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on all social media, A-N-T-W-A-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. That's right. And you can also find me on AntoinePhillips.com, Believe in Better. Um, I want to make sure people don't forget, you know. I mean, that you, that you believe in better, right? Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm a politician now, Blake. I hear you. Welcome. You're welcome. Bless your heart. <laughs> but it's your favorite, always repping, two takes, three terms. You can find me on Instagram at RepBlake36. Man, we got to give a shout out first. Uh, we've been doing a little different. I see you. Look at you with the product placement. I see you. I see. What? You're not even subtle. You're not subtle at all. <laughs> you're not subtle, bro. You, you're supposed to like ease into the pot. Oh, yeah. That's something I'm not. I ain't never subtle. <laughs> that's that's not me. That's that's not cheap. I ain't subtle, bro. <laughs> uh, got to give a shout out to super producer, Blake. Keys to the City TV films on YouTube. Grammy Q note on on uh, Instagram. <laughs> on uh, Instagram, I thought it was Grammy Q note on the IG. On the IG, Instagram, y'all, oh, y'all do know what the IG mean, right? It mean Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but but do you like do you, do you like how how when I pull up, fist go up too? I see that. Yeah, always. Oh, you got you what you what you got some ice water. Nah, not not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Hey, uh, I also got to shout out uh, Grammy Q. No, also shout out, uh, man. People still been buying the merch. We 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 have sales and things getting shipped out every week. Uh, so still hit us up on the Cash App, or if you want to purchase in person, you can still go to Moxie down on Main Street in Little Rock. Yep. You can go to the culture store in West Little Rock on Riding Parham. Pick up the merch. Represent the culture. Um, right always now, repping. We always repping, represent the culture, and then uh, shout out to Arkansas Times, still supporting the pod. Appreciate them. Uh, the distro. Uh, Blake, let's get into it, man. So much news all the time, sure. and we can't get into all the news, but to give people a little down of the pod today, got three things on the agenda that's happened this week that's important. Uh, first thing. This happened, uh, we're recording today, June 26th, Friday, live yeah. on Rock the Culture Facebook right now. Um, yesterday, Thursday, June 25th, Mayor Frank Scott signed an executive order about wearing face coverings. Face coverings. Get them up. Mask up, everybody. Mask up. Always mask up. LR, mask up. So we're going to talk about that. Been a lot of, lot of social media about the mask up. Um, Gonna talk about statues that okay. down across the country and here in our own parks. Statues and lack thereof. Right. Yeah. And the removal of them. The removal of them. And then lastly, um, some news about absentee balloting uh, coming up in November that people are concerned about. Uh, I'm concerned about because, like I said, I'm a politician, so I need you to. I need to make sure y'all know about this. For sure, you can vote. <laughs> you ain't got to go nowhere. You can vote right. from the comfort of your own home. Right, right. So let, let's start with the mask, Blake. Um, 
just to give a little rundown, I mean, obviously everybody knows what's going on with the virus and my understanding there was a, a study that everyone knew the, the effectiveness of the mask, but there was a study saying that the mask is probably the most effective thing you can do if you're going to be around people short of having a vaccine. Yeah. Uh, and because of the that, most effective. Seeing, right. Yeah. And because of yeah. that, we start seeing cities uh, across the country implement these mask ordinance. And then yesterday, our mayor implemented a mask ordinance in public spaces. Um, and that's got a lot of lot of attention from a lot of different people. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. I mean, uh, even the governor. Too many people talk about it. Has some things to say. So, Blake, just from a city perspective, tell us, help us understand what what was the mayor trying to do with the ordinance? Well, it's it's a it's a it's a mandate. It's a mass mandate in public spaces. So, what what the mayor is trying to accomplish, what the intent is, is is to require when people are out in public in public spaces to have a face mask on because it's the the most uh, face covering. Like you said, it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be a certain type of mask. Face covering. Um, to make sure that we are doing our part, not not only probably most importantly, to somebody else is keeping yourself safe, but also being good citizens, good stewards, good neighbors, and and keeping our grandparents, our our family members, our kids, our uh, our friends, to keeping those people safe as well. So, faith, uh, mask up. It's important. Uh, what we're seeing is what we expected to see, actually. Uh, this is it, it's it's not like we stopped talking about it and went away. Um, this is this is continued to be serious. Uh, we're seeing more cases. And I think that's I think that's one of the things about this that um, you don't hear people talking about. We get so caught up in the logistics of where you can and where you can and who can and who can that I think the most important thing you just said, which is this continues to remain serious, and this is why we needed to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see you again still, bro. You're not subtle. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I, I want the L and the R in the screen. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what what's the question you asked, man? You distracted me. <laughs> you, gotta be able, you gotta be able to go back and forth. Now you're you a hater, man. You were talking about the ordinance, who yeah. and why I was serious. Um and I guess from a, a perspective, help help people understand where, where I mean, do I gotta wear a mask at the house? Do I gotta wear a mask when I'm driving the car? If it's if it's public spaces. Now we're encouraging where we want private businesses to to say we to come in here, you have to have a mask. You know, the, the state has already mandated some businesses to have masks, service to have masks. And, and oh yeah, and that, that and and people forget. Nail salon, barbershop. They they already have to have restaurants. PPE. Yeah. So those and a lot of times those those places had PPE prior to uh, personal protective equipment PPE prior to to Corona, but now we're we're seeing where if you're going to be in contact with a lot of people like essential stores, we're hoping that some of those stores are requiring their customers to have masks on. Uh, as as you know, we we always talk talk commerce, commerce, commerce what affects business, what, what doesn't affect business. It's hard to say today that if you don't require masks, you're not affecting your business. 
there's there's a large percentage, a large number of, of people when they go out, they want to see other people in masks. If they go in your store and, and if people in there without masks, the likelihood of them coming back is probably it's probably slim to none. No, that's so, that's true. And I, I don't I don't quote this source often, but I'm gonna do it this time. So I get on the next door app from time to time just to hear what my fellow citizens have to say. Yeah. One thing that they mention on there all the time, they will report, hey, I went to X, Y, and Z, people were not wearing masks. So people are expecting to see masks. Exactly. Yeah. That's the expectation. And behind it, as, as your city government, you know, we, we have a pulpit and a platform to, to get what's, what the message needs to be across. And the message right now is, regardless of what you think, you, if you're in public, you need to have a mask on. And uh, from tr tr staying within the law and having an executive order, uh, the mayor came out and said, I'm going to use my platform to let our residents know, you know, to let our neighbors know, to let our people know that in Little Rock, you need a mask on. And, and, and if I can, Black, so I, I support that. And I, I'm with you. I'm with the mayor out there, but I, I think I just need to, there's been some things that I've been thinking about lately uh, that I think I just need to share as it relates to the mask. Okay. Um, first thing is, bro, okay, Here, here's the first thing. I think our national conversation about the mask has led people astray. There are there are still some people out there who are not wearing masks because they like, I don't care, right? They yeah. Whatever. But I think a lot of what we've heard nationally and even from the CDC is that you wear the mask to protect others. Yeah. Uh, in America, as we have seen during this, uh, it's a lot of me first, bro. I'm not really, I'm not concerned about you. America first. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, a right. lot of, it's a lot of me first. So people are not, general, I mean, most people in our country and the world do have empathy for other folks. It's just a general thing. But there are a number of us who don't have that same thing. They're like, hey, I want to take care of me. And if I'm wearing a mask to protect you and not myself, then I'm not wearing, then I don't care. And I think there needs to be some, either some research, somebody from CDC or some Fauci or somebody to say, no, the mask helped you too. From a logical standpoint, I'm wearing a mask because I want to protect others, but I know it provides some protection for me. Yeah. It's 5% more than what it's enough for me to wear. Yeah. I think we get too focused on we, greater we. You do this to protect the community. Well, most people don't care about the community. I mean, that's the that's the that's the sad reality, right? Yeah. Uh, the the reality is people care about themselves. What where we would want to be is that people care more about others, right, than themselves. You want selfless instead of selfish. So okay, okay, okay. You like that? I hear you. that that'll preach. <laughs> that a preach right there, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we're in a we're in a state of being where even I mean people get on their rights and their amendments 
and their rights. And it's my right to be able to have a gun to bear arms. And it's my right not to wear a face mask. I'm like, where, where did that come from? It's not that, yeah, it's, it may be your right to not have to stop at a stop sign, but it's a law. And, and if we're saying- there's a, there's a lot of things we do. I mean, obviously you, the easy example, you think about the inconvenience for the protection of us and others. Seatbelts, right? All the stuff we do at TSA. Yeah. I don't want to take my shoes off. But I do that because that we have recognized that promotes safety in that environment, so we accept it. Um, we we submit to those things daily to yeah. to stand and make a political statement when when it comes to public health and safety, when it comes to a pandemic that that we know all we have to do is two things: wear a mask and be socially distant. That's all we have to do. That's too hard for us right now. Apparently. Sad. Sad. Um, and then the other thing I'm gonna say related to that, Blake, that's been on my just been on my heart and all this. I see so many people, social media, you know, that you talk to, whatever news, talk about we can't believe people not taking this serious. That's what you and I are just talking about right now. People not yeah. taking it serious. And despite all the data we hear every day about the cases, about transmission. People not taking it serious, right? Yeah. That got me thinking. So if you're listening to this pod and you upset about people not taking this virus serious, despite all the videos, all the data, all the writings. All the deaths. All the deaths, all the illness. That's kind of how black people feel about racism. Mm. That'll preach. I mean, mm. you got you got you got all the data. We got all the examples. People been dying. People been missing opportunities. People been. You can list the systemic racism that we've talked about on this pod before, and I'm sure we will again. And you can have all that, and then people still be like, "Oh yeah, I really ain't concerned about that because it doesn't affect me." Yeah. And if you upset about this, take that same mentality and think that's kind of how people feel about racism. It's systemic racism, even though there's a lot of data, a lot of examples, a lot of deaths, and you still didn't care then. You know, I've been trying to bring those two things together. Right? You know, that, that's, and it's something that's been really bothering me when you said this. Been really bothering me recently in the conversation about racism and racist and racist absence. People act like once you label the racist, once you do racist things, you are racist for the rest of your life. I mean, you can stop doing racist stuff. <laughs> like, you can really just stop. Like, I, I, it's going to take work. Yes, it's going to take work. It's going to take a lot of work, but you can literally, if you don't want to be a racist, you can stop doing racist stuff. <laughs> but that, that part is not complicated. Just stop That's doing not complicated it. at all. So, so <laughs> when you get offended when somebody calls you a racist, it's either you telling me that you don't want to stop doing what you're doing, so you are racist, or, or you don't want to admit. And, and, that's the, and that's the first thing. People in, are in denial of, of about a lot. I know I have privilege, and I have to admit it. I have privilege of being a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got privilege being light-skinned. I got privilege being light-skinned. You playing, but, but for real. No, I'm being serious. Yeah. I'm joking, so, but there is, there's I, 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 I have to accept that I have that privilege, right? Yeah. 
you have to accept that that may be racist and then work to stop doing it. Just because you're a racist, don't, don't, just because you are racist, do racist things, have racist tendencies, that don't mean you, you have to continue doing it if you really want to stop. Right. Yeah. So we Same thing about wearing a mask. Same thing about wearing a mask. Same thing about wearing a mask, man. <laughs> we got deep off the mask. Um, so that, that order is in place, an executive order is in place from the uh, Mayor Frank Scott. Expect to see people wearing more masks. Um, I understand it was not a mandate, like you said, for certain businesses to do it, but a lot of businesses already doing it anyway. We saw Absolutely. Some, uh, some grocery stores say, hey, if you come in here, you need to have masks. Exactly. We're going to respect what the mayor said. And we're gonna follow suit. Um, so that's that's good news. Um, the next thing, Blake, on the uh, on the agenda, we're talking about statues, man. Yeah. Uh, um, recently, I think I guess it was last week, the city of Little Rock took down the uh, statue out in uh, MacArthur Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, my understanding, it was a uh, what's called state guard statue. So what? What was the statue called? Was was a state guard statue? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get that. Let me get people the right thing. It was called No Memorial to Company A Capital Guard statue. Capital Guard statue. Mm-hmm. Capital Guard. And according to this AP report, Blake, the Capital Guard statue was placed at MacArthur Park in 1911 during the United Confederate Veterans Reunion. So that was having a party, Blake. 50 years later. 50 years later. Put, put your boy up. Matter of fact, 50, man, it's been 50 years. You know what? Put a statue up right there. <laughs> Let's remind these folks who we are. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, right? No, that's exactly what it sounds like. Exactly See, like. That's, 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 that's where people are missed. I mean, for real, even, this is my thought, even if the statue was put up right after the Civil War and you want to, it's still wrong. You're still celebrating the, the Confederacy. Yeah. But when you look and you see statues that are put up 50, 60, 70 years in, in the in the alts, in the teens, in, in the in the 20s of, of the 19th of the 20th century, when, when you when you look at that, you have to know what what was the context of, of the time and what was going on during those times from 1919, from 1905 to 1935. You have to know that there was a rebirth of white hatred, white supremacy in the South. And I, I studied a lot of this when I, when I had my push to remove the star from the flag. You know, it was, it was put on the flag 1923, 1924. There were numerous Ku, Ku Klux Klan members. I, you, I, I think I remember you saying The that. Zenith, my dog, the, the Zenith. Zenith. <laughs> it was the Zenith. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Zenith. I said the Zenith. Okay. The Zenith. That boy been reading. That's my dog. He been reading. <laughs> I was happy for you. I was so happy. <laughs> but but you have to know at that time it wasn't about the Confederacy. Even if it was, it's wrong. But it was about the reassurance, the 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 putting prominence on white supremacy in the state of Arkansas, especially in Little Rock. I mean, if, if you go back, it's not, they had Ku Klux Klan rallies, they had Ku Klux Klan ballots, they had people who, who had Ku Klux Klan platform. 
like we finna have a rock the culture platform on things that we that we want to see. The Ku Klux Klan had platforms, and and they elected people. Yeah, they were they were an organization. An Absolutely, a political organization. So you see, and you can mask yourself as the daughters of Confederacy or the sons of Confederacy, but the thing, if the things you were doing were furthering hatred. Uh, and racism in the state, it was wrong, regardless of who your ancestors are or what you trying to claim. The statue of pu- on public property that the public has to pay for, to maintain for as a symbol of hatred is wrong, f- flat out. And I'm proud that as, as, as a being a citizen, a resident of Little Rock, a staff member and part of this administration that it wasn't any hesitation, it was what, how do we do the right, the right thing? And, and you got, got a lot of uh, support for doing that. Um, you know, removing that statue that was down there at MacArthur Park. Uh, in my understanding, you know, a lot of things, a lot of times when you hear about these statue removals, people say, so what you do with them? What happened with them? And my understanding, Black and Chris, if I'm wrong, that the statue uh, is going to be working with, the, I guess, the State Parks Department to determine where it goes, maybe some maybe somewhere else, but it doesn't have to be prominently placed in our public spaces. True. Okay, fair. fair. Uh, last thing, Blake, on, on the pod is uh, absentee ballot. Absentee voting, yes. Tony, you there? You back, bro? What happened? Bro, my computer died. Oh my goodness, bro! You embarrassing, bro. I am. I am so. I'm telling y'all. Let me go on and get to this new topic, man. I'm gonna just open uh, with you, Rep. Blake, with uh, our culture cohorts. Uh, be real open and say, man, I've been struggling. <laughs> with, what you with, been struggling about, bro? Bro, I've been struggling with the whole like. Working from home, not being able to get out, not being able to be the Antoine that's social and around. and The extrovert. The extrovert. And it has affected my ability to do simple things like this. <laughs> I feel like my skill set, my, my regular skill set was being fueled by my extrovertedness. Okay, make up word, but I got you. Making up word, extrovertedness, and then my skill set. I think it, it's, it's low. It, I'm, I'm losing skills. Oh my god, you, that, that's called getting old. Is that what that's called? That's called getting old. When you mean get old, you lose skills. I think this is Napoleon Dynamite. I got nunchuck skills. Is that what that is? Nunchuck <laughs> skills. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you I know people listening to the Rock the Culture don't expect to get the Napoleon Dynamite references, but you know what I'm saying? And it's a culture, bro. You gotta be able to be everywhere. You gotta exactly you gotta be able to do a little bit a little Everything. bit. So I apologize to the uh the culture cohorts and those watching on Facebook Live that my computer died, but we good. I'm charged up Drake and then uh, I plugged into the wall. Um uh, Embarrassing. I'll hit you with the Jay-Z quote right there, bro. You know what Jay-Z said. What did he say, Twan? He said, I'm going to put the whole city on. I'm the new plug. And, uh, I'm the plug. Yeah. That's, that, you know, plug, that really came from home. People don't even realize the, the phrase the plug 
came from home. But anyway, let's get to the last point, man. The absentee ballot. See, uh, you know, people across the country are doing early voting on different, different primary voting on different races, and with the uh, coronavirus still at its level, is that now people are concerned about getting out to vote. Our Secretary of State here in Arkansas, John Thurston. John Thurston. Thurston. That's a strong name. Mm-hmm. Uh, issued a, I guess. I bet, you, I, I bet you can. I bet you can tell. I bet if I put him out in a, in, a, in a row of five people, you can pick him out. You saying I don't know what my elected officials look like, bro? You questioning my my civic mindedness? I'm not saying yours. I'm saying the, the general public. No, I, and I'm I'm joking. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I know, I know. So I, I can pick about, but I know I, you I, can I, I'm about. sure. I'm sure I've met John Thurston thirty <laughs> times, but I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't pick him out. But so he issued uh, something yesterday to kind of confirm uh, that in the state of Arkansas, we have the procedures in place for you to get an absentee ballot and vote in our November elections. Absolutely. To your polling place. Absolutely. Our governor still seems like he kind of like, uh, what did he say, Tuan? Say what? What did he say today? I didn't hear what he said today. Yeah, okay. He, he, he just said, you know, that, that he, he read it as, you know, that everybody, if you felt a concern about going to your polling place, that, that you could absentee vote and that he was having his lawyers look into it. He having his lawyers look into it. I, I, he didn't say. He just said that's that's what he read, and he wanted lawyers to read the same thing, or wanted his lawyers to tell him what they read. See that that that's kind of scary, though, ain't it? I don't know. He sounded like he was cool with it, but if Thurston say we cool with it, hey, vote from your living room. Let's go. Let's vote. Send it in the <laughs> mail. Vote. I just don't want, I, just, I, don't want the, I don't want the governor to get his get his lawyer goons. To try to cut it up, though. I think they're good. I think everybody understands the concern. Hopefully, everybody understands the concern. And we're talking about, you know, being able to, if you want to go and vote in person, that's fine. But if you, if you do feel concerned, if you are, you if you have uh, health deficiencies, if you live with someone with health deficiencies, if you just don't feel comfortable and you want to fill in an absentee ballot, uh, we should, I, I think, I think everybody agrees with that. And if Thurston said it, then let's get it. Let's 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 start rolling. What we need to do as a as we as advocates as voting advocates, Tuan, is we need to make sure we understand the rules of absentee voting, and because and, I, I do believe you can pick up ballots, right? Right, right. So and that's what I was gonna get at, and and um, I was trying to pull it up uh, right now. Uh, to, to talk about it, but I, I don't want to belabor the issue, but I think you're exactly right, because there are some nuances to this that could have an adverse effect on your ability. To and what I don't think people realize a lot of, Blake, is technically whenever you early vote, you are con- technically absentee Absentee voting, yeah. So when you, anytime you vote outside of your polling place on election day, that's in a whole different bucket. Technically, yeah. Technically, that's you're, absentee you're just absentee voting at a at a early voting location. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the same as that, and there are, there are rules in place. So so half half of our county voters absentee vote already. 
Right. Because half the absolutely. county vote is early vote. You're absolutely right. right. And and when you early vote, you can technically, I mean, not technically, but theoretically, you can still social distance because usually when you go early vote, you go in and go out and no one's around you. And we're going to be masked up anyway, so we're good, right? Yeah, we're going to be masked up. Um, Public spaces. But the other thing about that, though, about the absentee voting that I I'm going to put this on our social media. We're going to talk about this a bunch leading up to the election. Is that there's a time requirement. So you can't ask for your absentee ballot four or five days before the election. That's too late. Yeah. You got to have your ballot seven days before, before. the election. Mm -hmm. Then you got to be able to turn it in the day before. The day before that Tuesday. Yeah. Exactly. So that Monday. So, so that's that's Monday let's, come let's, before Tuesday, Blake. You know, let's let's um let's put that as our priority. You know, there is a there's a uh, um our we have we have friends and we have a um what's a contributor that has a five oh one C four that's all about voting. And maybe and maybe that's a that's something that we that we push, uh that, that we encourage him to push through his five oh five oh one C four. Um, absentee bat voting this this time. Maybe maybe that's that's where he spends his funds on. A absolutely, a absolutely, and because um, that's going to be very important. Knowing the rules, organizing, mobilizing around absentee voting. If if because you out there and you are voting, if you are voting rights advocate right now, if you are a voting institution, if you're a voting agency, if you're a five hundred one c four that deals with anything about voting, if you're not organizing and mobilizing around absentee voting then you're not doing it right right now let's let's that's that's too easy y'all absentee voting for everybody that's registered and you can and you got up to 30 days before the election to register we can register an absentee vote within two weeks you can have them registered four weeks before the election and have absentee voting two weeks later that, that's too easy we take advantage that is, of that that is easy and and that's easy however it can be easier, and you know, some states you can register on same day, day, same day, same day. I've, I've, I've done that before in, in Iowa. Same day registration. I did that. I did that in Maine as yep. well. So uh, you don't even worry about registering. It's same day registration. You show up, register, and vote at the polls on election day. Or our, 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 our early vote, or or we can have automatic voter registration. I know somebody who know a little bit about that. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> who, who thought about that? Automatic voter, automatic voter registration. Man, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> um, I tried it, man. I tried it. I tried it a couple times. Uh, and we're gonna keep trying it, bro, because uh, it's something important. The other thing that's in, like I said, it, this is something new for folks, so it's gonna be important for us to get the message out. Make sure people understand. Absolutely. Of going to your county clerk requesting your absentee ballot, filling out your absentee ballot, and making sure it's at the proper place the day before. So that means you can't wait till Monday morning to fill it out and put it in the mail. Your vote don't count. Uh, Absolutely. You can't wait till, oh, Sunday after church, we're going to put it in the mail. Well, you put it in the mail on Sunday, it's not going to be there by Monday. Yeah. So it's going to be but, a lot of preparation. Again, these organizations need to, because I, I believe there's a we are able to go pick up absentee uh, a certain number of absentee votes and then turn them in. So we figure out that and, and work that. Well, that's that's a great point because they're, they're <coughs> under the law. 
under the law, there are, um, I think they're called bearers, but they have people who have the authority to collect absentee and go get them. Yeah. And organization with some funds, maybe you get some people to agree to and go pick up, hey, you know, at church, since we got absentee ballots, we're going we gonna to pray. Bring, bring your ballot to church. Bring your ballot to church. If if we back in church. 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 If we back in church, mask up. Mask up. Mask up for the Lord. <laughs> I was gonna say a joke, but it wasn't gonna be uh, appropriate for my Lord, so I ain't gonna do it. Um, but th- th- that's another opportunity for people to organize and to make sure that people votes are counted. And Absolutely, we're be pushing Absolutely. that the whole time, Blake. That's that's part of rocking the culture. Yep, yep. Organizing, mobilizing. Yeah, I mean, using using the rules to to positively affect you. Using the rules. And the last thing I mentioned on this, Blake, before we uh. Uh, close out episode three of season eight is um, when you fill out your ballot, there's a there's a few different options. I, I was able to pull it up that they give you to say, okay, this is why I have to absentee vote. And some of them are very specific, excuse me, but one of them is pretty broad, which is you will be unavoidably absent from your polling site. And people have interpreted that to mean it's unavoidable. We're concerned about the virus, concerned about transmission. I'm going to be unavoidably absent. Unavoidable. Why can't you talk? Unavoidably absent from a lot of stuff the last three months. That, that's all you got to do is give me a thumbs up. I, I concur. Okay. <laughs> unavoidably is not an easy word. Unavoidably. You, don't look at you trying. You been, I'm just a smooth talking. I'm just smooth talking, young man. That's all. That's all. That's all. No, you've been practicing your mind for the last 30 seconds. Unavoidably. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, black man. We can leave it there to uh uh and then leave it there till we see the folks next week. For sure. Until then, you can find us on Instagram at Rock the Culture, on Facebook at Rock the Culture, and on Twitter at Rock the Culture. And man, I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on all social media, and you can check out the website, AntoinePhillips.com, to believe in better. I want to shout out to all the people in Little Rock and all over this country who've uh, pledged support to the campaign, both financially and lending your name for us to share uh, that we all believe in better. Um, And you're going to see more folks joining the Believe in Better movement as we get closer to November. Uh, I'm excited. I appreciate y'all. I don't know a lot of y'all listen to Rock the Culture. Uh, I don't take it for granted. Uh, the support you show me. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. But I'm your favorite. <laughs> Two takes, three terms, chief in the building. You can find your favorite on Instagram at RepBlake36. All right, man. We'll see y'all next week. For sure. Mask up. Mask up, be safe. Well, put if you gonna put your mask on, put your mask on right, Blake. You can't walk around with no mask like I, that. I'm like holding my phone with one hand, so I don't know if I can put it on with one hand. I'm like, I'm not that experienced yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> put it on, bro. For the rock, for the culture. Mask up. Uh, in there. Mask up, be safe, Little Rock. All right, see y'all next week. For sure. I, I can't drink and have a mask on, right? No. They don't work. <laughs>